Amelia, wait. Don't do anything you'll regret. It's so dark and the roads are frozen over. It's too dangerous to drive. Oh, now you care about your cousin's well-being? Not when you jumped in bed with her husband while she was in the hospital? Don't worry, I am driving very slowly to the divorce attorney's office. I'll spend the whole night waiting in front of the door if I have to. It was a one-time thing. It was a mistake. Please, just answer my calls. It's too dangerous to text while driving. How could I have been so foolish? I'll help you babysit, Zoe. Go get your checkup. As if you'd ever be considerate enough to sincerely offer that. As if you'd actually consider giving me a helping hand. How can you say that? I am in Zoe's room right now, calming her down. She needs her mother. Please, come back. Get away from her. Where's Rick? Where did he run off to? He came after me, didn't he? He got into his truck and drove off somewhere. Ah, now I can see him. What in the world is he doing? I need to make it to the highway. Is he there with you? Uh, please, hear him out. He's trying to run me off the road. Renee, call someone for help, please. Quick. What? Amelia? Are you okay? Amelia, how are you? Are you getting better? I was so worried about you. What did the doctor say? Derek told me about your memory loss. I'm doing fine. Thanks, Renee. I've been diagnosed with post-traumatic retrograde amnesia. They say it's temporary, though, so hopefully I'll be able to get my memories back soon. Do you really not remember anything? Most of my memories are a bit hazy, but it's really not that bad. I just can't seem to recall the few days leading up to my accident. Oh, they told you about the accident. Was that really okay for them to do? What if you get stressed out? I'd be more stressed out if I didn't know what caused me to be hospitalized. So what did the police say? What happened that night? Well, there were no cameras around, so apparently they have no hard evidence. According to Rick's testimony, I got angry and started accusing him of cheating out of nowhere. I got into his car and drove away into the night. He took his truck and went after me to make sure I was safe. I guess when I saw him, I sped up and swerved into someone's yard. Startled by my accident, Rick crashed the truck into a nearby fence. Luckily, the stranger called 911 right away. It's so embarrassing to write all this out. I can't believe I was so reckless. I can't believe I left Zoe all alone. What was I thinking? Well, sometimes it's difficult to control our emotions. It happens. I suppose. Good thing I crashed into a tree and not a house or a garage. We really couldn't afford to pay them off. Rick's already pretty upset I damaged the cars. Anyway, the good news is we won't be getting sued. Congrats! I hope you don't mind me asking, but why would you accuse your husband like that? You wouldn't have accused him without proof, right? I'm not sure. It's true that I was a little suspicious, but I didn't really have any evidence. You were suspicious? Why? Well, he's been putting more effort into his appearance lately. He's been taking on more overtime work than ever. He started spending weekends at work. We'd always kept our phones unlocked, but lately, he set up password protection and he stopped leaving it unattended. I tried to check my messages from that night, hoping to get some answers, but I couldn't find anything. Just missed calls from you and Rick and your message asking me not to drive on frozen roads. I guess he must have thought I was driving to your place and notified you. He did. I was terribly anxious when I heard what you'd done, but I didn't want to text you too much and distract you while driving. As for the things you've listed, you're right, I wouldn't consider any of that actual evidence. Sorry for saying this, but perhaps you were just being paranoid. You spend all of your days locked inside the house, you don't go out to see friends and family, you don't work. These things can have a negative effect on one's mental health. I know, but someone has to take care of Zoe. Someone has to do the cooking and the cleaning, that leaves me no time for friends or work. And you know that my parents cut all contact with me after my teen pregnancy and shotgun wedding. 
I have nothing and no one other than my daughter and my husband. And of course, my dear cousin, I am really grateful for your help over the years. Oh, don't mention it. I'm always happy to help. You are getting discharged tomorrow, right? That's right. Actually, I wanted to talk to you about that. Would you mind if we stayed over at your place for a few days until I get my energy back? We, as in you and Zoe? Have you talked to Derek about this? Yes, I spoke with him this morning. I've been feeling so weak and tired since the accident, I don't want to become a burden to him. He's been so busy these days, too. He can't take care of Zoe on his own, either. You're the only person I could ask for help. That's... unexpected, but I guess I owe you this one. You did let me stay over at your house while my apartment was being renovated. Would you really do that for us? Thank you so much. I knew I could count on you. You're like my older sister. Of course! And hey, drop the older! <laughs> the only thing is, my place is a bit small. You don't mind sharing a room with Zoe, right? No, that's perfectly fine, thanks. I promise we'll be good roommates. I'll even try to do some cooking and cleaning once the fatigue lessens. I'll hold you to that. <laughs> Amelia, did you get to Renee's place? I did. Thank you for letting me recover here. Having someone to help out with Zoe will be a huge relief. I'm sure it will be. Have you regained your memories yet? No, the doctor said the time it takes to get them back varies from person to person. I know what he said. I was there. You gave me quite the scare. Just let me know when you feel strong enough to leave the house. Strong enough to leave the house? Why? Are we going somewhere? I've been talking to the guys at work, and they all think we should use this experience as a learning opportunity. I don't get it. What do you mean? I've been thinking about this for some time now, and we should get insurance, in case something like this ever happens again. But you kept saying car insurance was a complete ripoff. We don't have to get it if it's only going to increase our debt. I was the one who crashed your car. I'll find a way to pay you off. I know, I'll sell all my jewelry. It's not much, but it could help. Nonsense, I already sold those off to pay for your medical bills. Did you think the hospital let you stay there for free? Besides, I'm not talking about car insurance. I am talking about life insurance. Accidents happen and we should be prepared for them for our daughter's sake. Oh, I see. I suppose that makes sense, but won't it be expensive? We'll go for the joint insurance policy. It'll be more affordable that way. We can discuss it more once you've recovered. Let's keep this between us for now. Sure, let's do that. Would you like to talk to Zoe? She's missed you. Another time. I have a lot to do right now. I still haven't found a reliable mechanic to fix the cars. I'm thinking of asking one of our high school friends for help. Remember Steve? Wasn't he good at this stuff? Steve, the infamous juvenile delinquent? He worked as a mechanic's assistant for only a few months, and, you know, he was accused of stealing parts of the cars he helped repair. I know they're asking for a lot of money, but we'll be able to collect it eventually. Why don't you take the bus in the meantime? The bus? Are you kidding me? Do you know what'll happen if the guys at the gym see me arrive to work on a bus? They'll lose all respect for me. Just until the cars have been fixed, I promise I'll get the money however I can and pay for the repairs myself. Once I feel a bit better, I'll go and beg my parents if I have to. Okay, I like the sound of that. Do you think you could get them to pay off the entire bill? Will they really help us out? I know they refuse to contact us, but when I show up at their front door limping toward them, pleading for some money, I bet they'll give it to us. I mean, I am still their flesh and blood, right? Their only daughter. Alright, that works for me. I'll take the bus and get off a few stops away. Say, walking's good exercise. Make sure to hurry up and get better soon. I'll try to. Renee, I noticed a frozen steak in the fridge. How about I fry it up? Would that be okay with you? You're spoiling me, Amelia. No wonder Vic is holding on to you so tight. You're a fantastic cook. Pasta, fish, and now steak? At this rate, I might keep you as a roommate forever. <laughs> I'd love to have steak for dinner. I froze it a week ago and completely forgot about it. Can you believe that? 
Should I bring anything to pair with it? I am just trying to repay your kindness however I can. It'd be great if you could get some sour cream for the mashed potatoes. Some mushrooms would also be nice. I'll get them on my way home. But something's missing. I know. I should grab some red wine as well. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, I am still not allowed to drink, but I won't mind if you do. Right, of course. I am sure a glass of wine won't be that big of a deal. Let's just live it up. I promise I won't tell your doctor. Well, maybe I can have a tiny sip. <laughs> We've got a deal then. Derek, are you home? This is urgent, I need your help. Yes, I was just about to go to bed. What's wrong? Did that woman do anything to you? Did she regain her memories? I've told you a million times. Don't worry, I've got a plan. No, it's my ring, it's missing. I didn't notice I'd lost it that night, but I just went through my purse and it's nowhere to be found. Which ring? I don't get it. The gold ring you and Amelia gave me for my 23rd birthday? She asked me about it a few days ago and I promised her I'd look for it. I've turned this place upside down, but it's nowhere to be found. What does any of that have to do with me? I think I might have dropped it when I stayed behind to watch Zoe that day. I gave her my purse to calm her down. Maybe she took the ring out of my purse and threw it somewhere. Ugh, that girl's such a nuisance. Couldn't you have entertained her with your phone? Um, no way! She could have damaged it! Plus, I was texting Amelia. Anyway, could you peek under the bed for me? It might have rolled in there. Give me a second. I don't see anything. Look around the room some more. It's not here. It's not visible, anyway. Well, look harder! Watch your tone. I don't even let my wife boss me around. I am asking you to do a simple task. I should have come over myself. God, you're such a control freak. Why don't I get you on a video call and you can have a look yourself? Are you kidding me right now? How am I supposed to see a tiny ring on a video call? Plus, your wife is asleep in the next room. What if she overhears me talking? This early in the evening? What did you do, poison her? You'd have liked that, wouldn't you? Well, did you? I thought you didn't like getting your hands dirty. You can be honest with me, I'll help you cover it up. Do you mean that? Of course, we're partners in crime, remember? But this is too far for me. There are some lines you shouldn't cross. Oh, what now? Is Miss, we'd be much happier if she just disappeared lecturing me about crossing lines? You know, the texts you deleted from her phone are still saved on mine, right? What? You didn't delete them? You said you'd delete them. I did say that, didn't I? But then I thought I might keep them just in case. After all, who knows when you'll get bored of me and try to run me off the road. With every passing day, she gets closer to regaining her memories. She knows what you were trying to do. She's going to testify against you, and I want no part in this. Unbelievable. You were there, whether you like it or not, and you're already a part of this. Not if I get my ring back. Once all the traces are gone, I'm out of this case. So you'd better keep looking unless you want our passionate conversations to be sent to Amelia. What came over you all of a sudden? Are you out of your mind? Are you seriously blackmailing me? I may have had a glass or two, so what? The important thing is she told me about the life insurance policy this morning. I know you're planning to do something horrible, and once again, I'll have no part in it. That useless parasite. I told her to keep it a secret. Yes, well, the cat's out of the bag now. So you'd better keep looking for that ring. It's not here. Think about this, Renee. With her out of the picture and the insurance money, we can finally move in together. We can buy a new house and a new car. You'll have the family you've always dreamt of. You'll even get a child without going through pregnancy. What more do you want? It's an ideal arrangement. I can't believe this. How can you be so heartless? Forget about the ring. I am sending this to Amelia. Adultery is not a crime, right? You're the only one who's at fault here. I'm innocent in the eyes of the law. How can you be this dense? Is this because she cooked for you a few times and helped you out with chores? 
You're suddenly best of friends. Listen to me. You concealed the evidence, you assisted me with the cover-up, and you just tried to blackmail me. You are not getting out of this scot-free. <laughs> Renee, I'm coming over to your apartment. Don't do anything stupid or I swear I'll make you regret it. I was sleeping soundly next to my daughter when I was woken up by the sound of my husband banging on the door like crazy, demanding to speak with Renee, who appeared to be passed out on the table with her phone lying next to her. He kept screaming like a lunatic. I was terrified and called the police. As I was dialing 911, I noticed several texts from Renee. She confessed trying to cover up the evidence that implicated Rick in my accident. She had also sent me screenshots of a disturbing text conversation between her and Rick that took place just an hour ago, as well as some of the earlier conversations detailing their affair. The police agreed to reopen the investigation into my accident. This time, they're charging Rick with attempted homicide, reckless endangerment, and aggravated assault. Unsurprisingly, he's denying it all. Good thing he was caught texting Renee on our nanny cam in Zoe's room. There's no doubt those texts were sent by him. What's surprising is that Renee claims she doesn't remember sending out those texts. It's really been a series of unfortunate events. Turns out poor Renee got really bad heartburn after dinner and reached in for her heartburn medication, which was kept right next to her sleeping aids. Same shape and all, you couldn't distinguish them from one another if you were sober. The last thing she can recall is taking one of those and saying goodnight to me. In her statement, she confirmed everything she wrote did happen. She did lose her ring, I did mention the life insurance to her, and she did have a few glasses of wine that evening. But she couldn't seem to figure out why she'd message Rick out of the blue and start threatening him. She swears she hasn't given out her lock pattern to anyone else. Oh well, she's always been a reckless drunk. I am so happy my memories came back just in time for me to give my testimony. The investigators were able to cross-check my account of the events with the damage on both vehicles. Rick's always been such a miser. Of course, he couldn't bear the thought of wasting his money on the repairs. It was such a long and arduous court hearing. At some point, I could have sworn I caught a glimpse of my parents among the attendants. Once my divorce is finalized, I'm planning on selling the house in this nightmarish little suburbia that's destroyed all of my hopes and dreams and moving somewhere far away with my daughter. My smart little Zoe has yet to start talking, but she's so good at pattern recognition. She's able to draw them after just a few seconds of looking at the phone screen. Isn't she incredible? <laughs>